This is Called by God, stories of ordained women in the Anglican Diocese of Grafton. I'm Reverend Cathy Ridd and welcome. Today I'm in conversation with Canon Angela Dutton. Angela, thank you so much for speaking with me today. I'd love you to tell me a bit about how you came to hear God's call to ordain ministry and what happened when you responded. It was actually a really um, interesting and challenging time. It was uh, around 1990-1991. I was looking for direction in my life. When I left high school, I'd not had the opportunity to go on to do the uh, study I wanted to do. I wanted to do library studies. And I'd finally reached the point where I had the opportunity to do this and I was I enrolled and was uh, completing the study externally through a uni in Western Australia and just had this really strong feeling that this study was getting me back into study for something else. I finally got what I'd been waiting a number of years to do and just this message of actually there's something else for you. The, the sense of something else was so strong that I started spending time considering all manner of different occupations and nothing felt right. And uh, it was would have been around about 91. The local priest suggested to me that uh, I might have a call to ordained ministry. So I promptly laughed in his face. One has to understand... I was in the Diocese of the Murray. Um, that's where I grew up and where all my church experience was. I've been brought up in the church there. So this was a time in history when the ordination of women was a very hot topic and I'm in a diocese that was very, very anti-ordination of women. In the end, I decided that, well, I'd considered everything else, so I'd better give this ordination caper the same uh, time and energy as I'd given everything else and uh, went off to selection conference in Adelaide. Can't remember if it was 91 or 92. It was before women had been ordained. I went to selection conference knowing that uh, even if... Uh, call to ordain ministry was affirmed, nothing was guaranteed. I'd actually felt, as I explored the call, I felt called to Victoria. I hadn't felt called to, to Adelaide. I mean, obviously, home wasn't a vague option. But Victoria wouldn't consider me until I had gone to my home diocese. So I, so I couldn't go to the Murray, so I went to, to Adelaide and received a response from that to say, we believe you have a call to ordained ministry, but we cannot accept you at this time. Now, that gave me what I needed to then go and approach another diocese. And I 
one of the dioceses I approached was the Diocese of Bendigo. And it was in Bendigo that I my call to ministry was affirmed and I was accepted as an ordination candidate. I was told that I was the first woman that they had accepted as a candidate that, uh, and took through the, the process from scratch. It sounds exhausting, just even to find a diocese where it might be a possibility that it could happen. Yeah, so when I went to selection conference, it had not gone through General Synod. But how did it feel when finally a diocese said, yes, we will have you? It was all well and good to be told yes, and then the challenges really start. Tell me about that. Whilst I was accepted as a candidate, there was an administrator in the diocese at the time who fully supported and accepted me as a candidate. Um, There were certainly some senior clergy in the diocese who were not happy about this. I would go through an interview process at the end of every year to determine if I would be allowed to continue as a candidate. At the end, a bishop had been put in place and that brought with it its own challenges. Uh, and as he had myself and others in the system who he'd not been a part of the process of selecting. Who were your biggest supporters in all of this? The priest who had suggested I offer for ordination, absolutely, huge supporter. There was, uh, during my time at college, my in my final year at college, the priest I worked with in his parish, he was incredibly supportive and supported me um, very strongly through the early years that were incredibly challenging. The person from Bendigo Diocese who selected me as a candidate and a couple of the other clergy in the Bendigo Diocese. So there was a core group of people um, at various points who were very strong in their support and some of them, particularly the person who selected me as a candidate, I suspect went to some lengths to ensure I was ultimately ordained. That's the kind of supporter you want. Yes. (laughs) So in all of this, which was obviously an extremely challenging time, what what was life-giving in there? I think it comes down to the people who were around me and actually being given opportunities to engage in ministry in a number of different ways. I was asked to be chaplain to Mother's Union in Bendigo Diocese and I was chaplain for them for a number of years, and that was um, that was a very positive experience and a place where I was welcomed with very open arms. What do you think are the biggest challenges for ordained women in the Anglican Church of Australia today? I think it varies from diocese to diocese. In Grafton Diocese, for the most part, I see that gender is not an issue, that male or female, we essentially face the same challenges. 
having looked around the Australian church, having um, interacted with women in other dioceses, I know that not every diocese is advanced as Grafton. I'm incredibly mindful at the moment of the Diocese of Murray. The Diocese of the Murray have just this year begun to ordain women to the priesthood. And the challenges for women in that diocese will be significantly different to dioceses where there's been women for quite some number of years. Um, so I think it's very much dependent on on location and the culture of the diocese. This diocese, I came to this diocese in 2004 and even back then I noticed the difference in culture around women to where I had come from. Um, so I really don't see any... There's no real standout challenges for me. I, I no longer look at gender as an issue in my ministry. It's a good place to be. It's a very good place to be. <laughs> okay, last question. What gives you joy in your ministry? Leading worship, pastorally caring for those in my parish empowering people to grow in their faith and their ministries. They're all important parts of my parish ministry. I also find joy in supporting others in ministry. And in recent uh, times, I've moved into the areas of spiritual direction and professional supervision. And I see them as being uh, important parts of my ministry moving forward as well as parish ministry and also facilitating opportunities where clergy can come together socially, uh, providing that opportunity to build relationships and offer one another support and encouragement. And it's just lovely to see the relationships as they grow and flourish as we gather together in a more social setting. Angela, thank you so much for speaking with me today. Next time on Called by God, I'm in conversation with the Reverend Sister Linda Mary, who, with the Reverend Jan McLeod, were the first two women to be ordained as priest in the Diocese of Grafton, and whose 30th anniversary we celebrate on the 2nd of December. I hope you can join me then. Called by God is produced in the Diocese of Grafton, as part of the celebration to mark the 30th anniversary of the ordination of women in the diocese, right 2023.